Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance, the one, the only, Joan Namath, live in a half hour on the Goodyear Hotline. Looking forward to that. We've got some a lot of NFL conversation coming up in this hour. I'll give Hembo a green light and do a little baseball as well. Um, but I just wanted to finish up a thought we had at the end of the previous hour. I, I sort of mistimed myself, and I, I didn't get to say the most important thing I wanted to say. So very quickly, I was just going through some of my college football observations from the weekend, and the last one was that there were four players ejected for targeting in the first half of last night's game between Ole Miss and Louisville. And, look, targeting in college, I know a lot of fans get crazy about it. I see, you know, a lot of our guys, David Pollock and others, were tweeting about it last night. I am 100% on board with the sanctity of player safety in all sports, particularly football, and especially so college. So I am 100% in line with targeting being taken seriously, hits to the head being taken seriously. However, I do think it is pretty clear to me that they need to go to sort of a flagrant foul rule kind of a philosophy, which is to say we determine that, yes, there was contact to the head. Then I think you have to look at it again and say, was this inadvertent? Was it incidental? Was it something that could not have possibly been avoided? If so, I am in favor of that continuing to be a 15-yard penalty. I'm not saying they should just dismiss it. But I think a 15-yard penalty, as it is in the NFL, is a perfectly suitable punishment for that. I do not think you need to eject the player. For those who don't follow the college game closely, if you get if you get a targeting call in the second half, you miss the first half of the next game. I mean, these are really punitive. And if you make a dirty play, you hit a guy in the head dirty, I'm all for it. You want to suspend a guy longer than a game? You get no argument out of me. But if you see a play, and it's pretty clear to anyone watching, and you know him when you see him, that this was something that just couldn't have been avoided. The offensive player ducks his head or for whatever reason. You need to stop throwing these kids out of these games for that. And, and I'm usually the one who errs on the side of player safety. And again, I'm not suggesting you should just dismiss it. Don't pick up the flag. 15-yard penalty. That's good. That's still a big foul. But I think they need to stop throwing the kids out for that. Greeny with you. Airlines, restaurants, and more have been ramping up their hiring. Who do they turn to? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your job, and you can easily invite your top choices to apply. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. The Scoop. All right, Hembo, the scoop is this. Mike Sando did an interesting thing. You brought it to my attention. Tell everybody what it was. Yeah, Greeny, he worked for The Athletic, and what he did was poll a number of NFL front office executives, so people that work for NFL teams. And what he did was he had them rank all 16, all 16 teams in each conference heading into the season, and then using their feedback, he essentially spat out a power ranking of teams, 1 through 16 in each conference. Okay, fair enough. So 1 through 16. There were five observations that I made that were worth noting. So the fifth one that I made that was worth noting is that it is going to be a long winter in Chicago. He has the Bears, not he, they, these, these front office executives rank the Bears 14th out of 16 teams in the NFC. Let me say that again. The Bears, who were a playoff team last year at 8-8, eight at eight, he ranks them, or they are ranked. I need to see, stop, stop saying that. This is not Mike Sando's opinion. They are ranked 14th out of 16 teams in the NFC. That feels very low to me. There are other bad teams 
in the NFC. Well, I don't want to give away one of them that's coming up later, but it just feels to me there are other teams in the NFC that they are better than um, because they are at least well above average on one side of the ball. Like their defense, even if their defense isn't elite, which Rex always says they're not elite, they're not elite, maybe they're not, but they're at minimum good. They're good enough defensively that I just don't think they become the third worst team. Now, Andy Dalton, does that inspire a lot of confidence? I don't know. Perhaps not. Justin Fields, when do we see him? I don't know. Might be a little while. I'm start, I, I actually am one who believes it's going to be a little longer mm. than people expect before we see Justin Fields. But one way or another, that's the first observation that I made coming out of this is that it's going to be a long winter because they rank the Bears 14th out of 16 teams in the NFC. The next observation is the wild, wild west. According to these executives, three of the five best teams in the NFC are in the west. The Rams, the Seahawks, and the 49ers. And actually, Arizona, he ranks, I believe, eighth, Ninth. right? Ninth. So four of the top nine teams are all in that division. That division is insanely competitive. He likes, the in this order, Rams, Seahawks, Niners, but all super high up there. So three of the five best in the NFC are the Rams, Seahawks, and Niners, which generally tends to mean that the division will cannibalize itself. And in a sport where you're only going to get one bye per conference, the chances of the Rams, who I think are the best team mm-hmm. in that division, or any of them, getting that by are pretty slim when you consider they're going to have to fight it out amongst each other. That's why the NFC East, if you thought there was a team in there that was great, you would say, well, this is the team that might come away with the number one seed. Inexplicably, this poll has the Washington football team 10th in the NFC. The Cowboys 7th. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. This makes me question the football acumen of people who work in the business of football. How does anyone look at those teams? Bubba, in an honest moment, you are a crazy Cowboy fan. I don't have a horse in this race. I don't care one way or another who winds up winning that division. Do you genuinely believe in your heart the Dallas Cowboys are a better team top to bottom than the Washington football team? Top to bottom, baby. (laughs) (laughs) See, so, uh, but I know that if he really meant that, he wouldn't go into his Bubba speak. See, Bubba, what you may not know is that Bubba is a very tricky, sneaky person. Uh, Long before his career in radio broadcasting, Bubba worked for the CIA. So he's a spy. And and so he knows how to trick people. He knows how to use voice inflection. That was actually his area of expertise. He did a dissertation on that um, for his PhD at Harvard. And so he understands that. And I, I have learned the vocal cues, the verbal cues of Bubba. But even he knows that the, the Washington's defense is elite, as good as any in the sport. Let's even say we believe Dallas's offense is that, which I'm not convinced I believe, but let's even say they're that. Washington's offense is way better than Dallas's defense. It's not even close. Unless Dan Quinn is the greatest assistant coach in the history of any sport, that defense will be lucky to be above awful. This year, last year, they were as bad as anybody. Washington's offense is good. I just did the essay last week. You can see it. It went viral. They've got players nobody knows. Antonio Gibson and Curtis Samuel and uh, Terry McLaurin. All these guys no one talks about. And then the question is, can Fitzpatrick get it done at quarterback? Uh, To me, 
ranking Washington the 10th best team in the NFC is absolutely ludicrous. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. Five observations from this really interesting football poll. These executives say the biggest lock to win any division is the Green Bay Packers. Mm. And here's how I read that. They have the Packers up at the top, I believe, second in the NFC. The next highest ranked team in the NFC is Minnesota at eight. They believe that division stinks on ice. I already told you they have Chicago 14th and they have Detroit last, right? Detroit is 16th. So they're saying these, and this one I don't argue with much, that the distance between Green Bay and everyone else in their division is wider than that distance is in any other division in the entire sport, which suggests to me that the Packers are a decent bet to get the bye. Mm. They did it last year. They had the one seed last year. And the entire route through the playoffs went through Green Bay. And if it happens again, look, it, didn't, it wasn't enough for them to beat Brady last year. Maybe it wouldn't be again. But it certainly helps. The bye week and the home field advantage certainly helps. How much better do you think New Orleans is than Minnesota? Much. Much better. Because I am a believer in Jameis. Mm. And I don't know when Michael Thomas is going to come back and play, but I think Jameis makes that offense, if anything, even more dangerous. Mm. And I think they're going to be good. I think New Orleans is being sold short by a lot of people. So we will see. And then finally, my number one observation is that it's going to be a long winter in New York. They have the Jets ranked 15th out of 16 teams in the AFC. And they have the Giants ranked 15th out of 16 teams in the NFC. Which of those is further from true? Let's get into this. Let me get Nuno in here, my Giant fan. Nuno, are the Giants better than the 15th best team in the NFC? Probably. Yes, they are. Uh, Say it. Say it with your chest. No, because, you see, I didn't want to do this. I'm back from vacation. I had a decent vacation because I was off. Um I just have well, no faith in What do you mean you had a decent vacation because you were off? Well, By yeah. definition, you were off. What made it decent? I mean, because I was off. I didn't do much. I kind of just hung out. Um, What'd you do? Give me, give me a, a day on a vacation for Nuno. Uh, the Sunday leading into my vacation, I had a wedding for a really good friend. Nice. Saw a lot of people. That's fun. I haven't seen it. Yes. Men? Had a couple of doctor's appointments, did some, you know, spring cleaning as we head into the fall. You know. Um, that was your vacation? Yeah. Like, I didn't do doctor's it. Doctor's appointments I, I, and spring cleaning? Yeah. Like, I'm old, Greeny. I'm 44. I'm yeah, single. That's... What else am I going to do? It's sad. I, I live a sad existence. I think a lot of people would say, you're 44 years old and single. You could do a lot of things on your vacation if you wanted to. Yes, possibly. But, like, I've, I've, Gone past the that Giants point. are better than the 15th no, best team. I don't know that. I'm worried about it. They have a disastrous offensive line. They're hoping Saquon Barkley can play week one. Kenny Galladay is probably not going to see the uh, the field week one. There's so many unanswered. Just that offense scares the heck out of me. Jason Garrett's calling plays. Do you know how bad that great is? Great man, great man. <laughs> All right, Nuno, not as confident as I am in the Giants. I actually think both New York teams are going to be better than that. Maybe not much better than advertised, but better than that. Okay, so those are our takes. Now it's time for yours. My phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What's on your mind is brought to you by My Computer Career, Training for a Better Life. And what's on your mind will be your hot takes from what you saw last weekend and what you see coming up this first starting of the NFL. 
888-SAY-ESPN. Your hot takes next on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here, presented by Progressive Insurance. My guests, like the Hall of Famer Joe Namath, in a few minutes on the Goodyear Hotline, but we've done a lot of talking up here today and right now it is time for your hot takes based on either what you saw over last weekend or what you're expecting beginning this coming weekend in the nfl it's your turn to be a part of greeny nation on the dr pepper call in line espn nation presented by dr pepper college football is back so are the fans return to glory with fansville by dr pepper the one that fans deserve bubba who's our first caller with a hot take let's go to canada all right Canada, you are on uh, with Greeny here on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Give me a hot take, Canada. Greeny, obviously I love your show. But by your own definition, I'm going to tell you that you, my friend, have the worst hot take in history. Go. Because you keep picking the Washington Redskins to win the division and go to the playoffs. When Ryan Fitzpatrick has never been to the playoffs, never led his team to the playoffs, and you always say you don't get rich by betting on something that never happens. Mm. But it's never happened. So how can your definition, love your show, tell me about it. That's well done, Canada. You're right. I can't argue that. He has never done it before. And I do say you don't get rich betting on things that have never happened before. That said, I don't think he's ever been in this situation before. I think if the Dolphins had left him at quarterback last year, they might have made the playoffs. I think Tannehill has, excuse me, Fitzpatrick has been so much better in recent years than anyone gives him credit for. I think he will turn it around. But Canada, your point is duly noted. Your objection is sustained. Uh, Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Caleb. 
Caleb, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Give me a hot take. Caleb. Greeny, I love the show, but I got to say, you're dead wrong about your AFC X-Factor player. Personally, I think it's got to be Carson Wentz for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm -hmm. Listen, if Carson Wentz is going to be terrible, the Colts will be terrible. But if Carson Wentz can get back to not not 2017 where he was amazing MVP candidate, but if he can get back to above average, the Indianapolis Colts will be – We'll be able to beat anyone and we'll be a Super Bowl contender. Mark my words. I agree. I actually think that's an excellent take, Caleb. And we could split hairs over X Factor this, X Factor that. I believe if the answers on Carson Wentz come back, yes. And the answers on Baker Mayfield come back, yes. The Browns are better than the Colts. And that's why I'm saying that. But your point is well taken. Carson Wentz has as much pressure on him to succeed as any player in the NFL. That has not always been a role that suited him well. So we'll see how it turns out in Indy. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Donovan is up next. Donovan, give me a hot take. So Cleveland Browns will beat the Chiefs 35-21 opening weekend, and the X Factor will be the linebacker from Notre Dame because that dude run like a 4-3 hitting mm. everybody. That's all I got, man. Jeremiah Uzu koromoa I, I love it. I, I also am picking Cleveland to win this week. Hembo just sent me the lines. I have to write my picks piece for Get Up today, but I'll give you that. I've been t- saying that for weeks. I, I think Cleveland is the team, and whether they win week one or not it, it is not the ultimate measuring stick here, and that is not in any way to diminish Kansas City. But I do like the pick, Caleb uh, Donovan. Excuse me. I am with that. I like Cleveland. I give them a really good shot to win this weekend. Screening on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Ethan. Ethan? Give me a hot take, Ethan. Dr. Piper, 23 flavors, one can. Amazing drink. My hot take for the week. Carson Wentz and Paris Campbell will both play 17 games, and Carson Wentz will be the comeback player of the year, throwing with a completion percentage of over 70%. What do you think, Greeny? Well, first, I love you doing the sponsorship reads for me. Greatly appreciated. But next, I turn to my Philadelphia friend, Mr. Hembo. You have a skeptical look on your face about Wentz having a huge bounce back year. Well, Carson Wentz hasn't played a full season since he was a rookie in the NFL. So the likelihood that he plays 17 games, again, based on history, is just not there. And the other thing is performance-related. It is a really, really long time ago when Carson Wentz played MVP football. Even if he's the player that he was in 2018 and 2019, which people remember much greater than he actually was, we're talking about a fringe top 10 quarterback. I think it's. I think, I think both are unlikely, but I think it's either. Un, I think it's even more unlikely that he plays all seventeen games. There you go. Stick that in your pipe and mm. smoke it. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? We got Kyle. Up. Kyle, give me a hot take, Kyle. Yeah, I think Mac Jones is going to have more passing touchdowns than the field when it comes to rookie quarterback by week ten. Did he say more touchdowns than the field? Meaning more touchdowns than all the other rookies combined? Is that, is that what he said? I, I, I was having a hard time hearing. I'm not sure if the phone dropped out. That's or how it was I. Just that's, me. that's how. Is that I what he said, yeah. Bubs? That's what he said. I'm assuming that's what the interpretation is. Yeah. Yes. So 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 he's saying Mac Jones is going to throw more touchdowns through Week Ten than Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields combined. Well, let's analyze that. I don't know that Lance is going to start a game before then. Okay. I, I think there's a real chance he doesn't. I think Garoppolo will play well. Mm. And the 49ers are a good team. So it's not obvious to me they're going to make a quarterback change. I think Fields will be in there before week 10. But I'm not sure how much more. Like how much before. I don't think he's starting the first two, three weeks of the season. Maybe it's more like week five or six. But between Lawrence and Zach Wilson, 
they're also going to be way behind in yeah. games. I mean, they're both quarterbacking bad teams. So they're going to be slinging it around, garbage time, touchdowns, all that stuff. I can't agree with that one, Kyle. I like the take. He may be playing better. His results may be better than all the others combined. That's certainly possible. But I don't think you'll have more touchdowns. All right, Bubs, give me one more. Who you got? One more. Let's go to Ryan. All right, Ryan, give me a hot take. Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Uh, Green, maybe overreaction Tuesday, but my hot take is name, image, and likeness is already affecting teams that can't handle it. Bryce Young can, Saban, four touchdowns. DJ, Dr. Pepper guy, unfortunately, and Rattler both struggled this week. Hmm. How much has it is it being affected by the name, image, and likeness distraction? Well, mm. you know, I like that. I, I like the hot take in the form of a question. And I will leave it at that as a question. Will name, image, and likeness have any impact? Will it increase the pressure? Will it increase the fan scrutiny? Will it change anything on the field in college football? I don't, I don't know the answer to it. I hadn't thought of that. This is what I love about our audience. You guys are the best. Because that's a thought I hadn't had. And I'll give it more than a week, but I will say it is startling to me how poorly some of the big, who's, why did his name just jumped out of my head, the quarterback at North Carolina. Sam Howell. Sam Howell did not play mm-hmm. well. Rattler did not play well. DJU did not play well. Uh, Uyangalale. Um, Nailed it. The one who did is Bryce Young. He yeah. played great, and I think... As ridiculous as it sounds, I think he won the Heisman. I think on Saturday <laughs> he wanted to just send them to the downtown athletic club right now. I think that's pretty much done. I think he's going to win the Heisman, and there's nothing else to talk about. Does name, image, and likeness wind up playing a role in all of this? It's hmm. a fascinating question, and we'll continue to keep an eye on it as the season plays out. In the meantime, the legend, my favorite player ever in any sport, joins me live next on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. <laughs> Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. We come to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. We're presented by Progressive Insurance with insurance for cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and commercial vehicles at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. And the music can lead us to only one place, the Alabama legend, the New York Jets legend, and my favorite player that ever lived in any sport, the one and only Joe Namath is back with us on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Joe Namath. Oh, 
man, Greedy, you got me. Get, I got goosebumps listening to you. Thank you. <laughs> It is always such a pleasure to get a chance to catch up here, and, and I want to ask you about both your legendary stints, your your your, fam- your favorite teams. And let's start with Alabama. I, I watched a lot of college football this weekend, and every good team in the country seemed to struggle except for one, and that was Alabama. I'll ask you again, how does Nick Saban do this? He is doing something unlike anything I've ever seen in the sport. Well, he's a one-of-a-kind coach, it seems, uh, the success that he's had. He surrounds himself with uh, successful coaches, but, you know, he's the main man. Uh, He takes command of everything. He runs everything there. And uh, after a while, you know, Greeny, he he gets the best players around the country, a whole lot of them, because their families at home, you know, they they trust him now. He's built so many uh, young men into – uh, great athletes and students of life, boy. He he he's just been a, a great teacher. And the way they're going, you know, this opener against Miami uh, is one of the times uh, I was a little surprised, uh, but not really. And Nick actually uh, praised his team a little bit for the way they played. You know, he had them ready and and they performed well. So. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a fun season, and uh, I just <laughs> not for everybody, Joe. No, it's going to be fun. It's not going to no, be fun for no, the teams. Not for, yeah. not for this team that's coming in to play them this week. That's for sure. You know, you you know him obviously, and I, I know you've been around him a little. I know him only a little bit, and I, I'm trying to figure out what it is that separates him. Like the outliers fascinate me. There are so few people in in the history of really any sport that have separated themselves by this much, like the distance between what he's done and continues to do versus everybody else is remarkable to me. So you know him. Tell me about him. What is it about him that makes him able to to be putting together this run that is unlike anything that's ever happened in the history of the sport? Well, first of all, you know, Mike, it, it, it goes back to home in West Virginia, his mother and father. They, 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 he, he was uh his family demanded uh that Nick uh own up and be responsible and he just kept on growing uh through the ranks you know he he's a smart man he surrounds himself with so many uh oh good coaches successful people they want to work with them he loses so many coaches but keeps re- keeps reloading and uh he does demand uh uh, a work ethic that uh, these ball players have bought into. Uh, they compete against one another on a daily basis, and uh, uh, they practice, man. They play the way they practice. <laughs> they practice the way they play, and they play the way they practice. And um, those guys love it. And uh, it's about winning in life, you know, coming out ahead, uh, being good at whatever you do, and learning to dedicate yourself to be the best you can be and work with people. Uh, He's a great teacher. The great Joe Namath is with me here on ESPN Radio. Once upon a time, won a national championship at Alabama. They have won a number of them under Nick Saban, and they're off to a real good start here. Did you get a chance to see the quarterback? I just saw the numbers pop up on the screen. The last three starting quarterbacks at Alabama are all going to be making week one starts in the NFL this weekend. And this kid, Bryce Young, 
his debut was better than any of the previous three. So I've got people telling me this young man might actually be the best of the group of the recent Alabama quarterbacks. What do you think? Well, I I, I wouldn't go that far yet. You know, you got uh, three guys and Mac Jones now most recently, of course, and uh, Tua and Jalen, uh, they've proven some things. Bryce Young certainly had a wonderful day. Uh, uh, again, he, he, he has it between the ears because the way Nick pointed out the, after the game that uh, the quarterback just doesn't uh, get the ball and hand it off or, or, or look for receivers. They're, they're, they're obligated to run the show out there. And uh, the way Bryce handled himself with the various protections, pass protections, communicating with the offensive line, uh, Nick really praised him for that. And, of course, uh, Bryce, uh, when he came out of uh, high school, he was ranked uh, one of the very top uh, players coming in. And he just he, he runs well, he throws well, and uh, in between the ears, man, that uh, we don't know unless you get to know the young man, uh, he's got it there. He knows what's going on. And uh, uh, Nick's got him a good team this year. All right, so Joe Namath is with me here. That's the Alabama of it all. Namath – Jermaine's the only 4,000-yard passer in New York Jets history, did it in a 14-game season in 1967. So now there are 17 games, and we are hoping that Zach Wilson will have the opportunity to join you. So, you know, I know that you're somewhat careful about what you want to say about him because it winds up headlines absolutely everywhere, but the expectations are high. People are super excited. People who don't have a horse in the race are super excited at least about the obvious talent that Zach Wilson has. What is your sense of him, and and what are your expectations? Greeny, I am excited, and that is a fact, man. I'm excited about this team, this coaching staff, the enthusiasm they have. Uh, You want to see every team's got some enthusiasm, but these guys are young. They know where they are. Salah has, uh, uh, at this point, he's got these guys pretty darn ready, man, Uh, they're fired up now. The reality of it's going to come uh, Sunday and uh, also uh, that home opener, too. That's going to be fun uh, seeing uh, the two guys, uh, New England, when they get uh, home. But Carolina, uh, I don't know that much about the Carolina team other than Darnold being there. Uh, the Jets uh, are looking to me better. We've got more hope now. And, uh, Zach Wilson, has, has everyone that's uh, watched him play, that's worked with him uh, as teammates, you know, they, they praise the cat. So uh, it starts up front, Greeny, you know, with those offensive linemen and defensive linemen, too. Mm-hmm. The reality of it is you got to have those guys playing well, and it remains to be seen uh, how they're going to do. Uh, T.J. Mosley, getting Mosley back in the middle there is a big help defensively, but Talking about it and doing it are two different things, and uh, we can only hope the the team goes out there and performs well because it's, again, always more fun to win than not, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't know because (laughs) (laughs) the last time we won, Joe, the last time we won, Joe, you were the quarterback and I was 16 months old. So I keep waiting and waiting for us to get the chance to celebrate something together. And we'll see if we're able to do it. And quickly on with that thought in mind, I had the great privilege of emceeing your golf outing uh, some years ago. And I know that's coming up again for the Joe Namath Foundation. Give me some details on that for anybody who's interested. 
Oh, man. Well, first of all, we've got a, a list of wonderful uh, uh, pros, players, celebrities, Franco Harris, you know, Roger Clemens, a lot of guys, mm-hmm. Jimbo Colbert. But it comes down to really Brooks Thomas and his wife and Joe Blaney, uh, the core of our foundation that uh, work hard at it every year. And our sponsors. If the sponsors didn't step up, uh, you know, Greeny, so many other charities uh, wouldn't uh, uh, be as successful. Uh, This is all about helping other people that can use the help. And that's what our foundation does. But we couldn't do it without the people that step up and contribute to to a wonderful two days uh, of camaraderie and friendship, man. It, it, it is quite a scene. It, it, it's like Joe Namath's golf event. Let's put it this way. It, once in your life, you should go. <laughs> if you get the chance to go, you should definitely go. I had the time of my life. How's the golf game real quick before I let you go? Do we play today? How's the golf game? <laughs> well, my golf game has been on hold for a while. Uh, uh, I, I just uh, am not uh, enthusiastic about it for hmm. a couple of reasons, but I'm going to get back to it. I haven't played golf in at least six months. Oh. Minor details, you know, left wrist and a right shoulder that uh, are a bit nagging, and I'm going to have those uh, uh, tended to more, and uh, I'll get back on the links uh, sometime. Right. We need to get you back out there at some point soon. Uh, Joe, it is always a pleasure to catch up. Enjoy the start of the season for your beloved Jets, and hopefully we'll have some good news to share sometime soon. Thanks always, and I'll see you soon. J-E-T-S. Thank you, Greeny. <laughs> Jets, Jets, Jets. The great Joe Namath with us here on ESPN Radio. It remains, you know, I mean, it, it, it is delightful. And, and the relationship that I've been able to develop with him makes me happy beyond my ability to put it into words. Um, but the fact that he remains the only Jets player ever to do this and to do that, you know, I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> you know, I'm done with that. So let's let Zach Wilson be the next one. And that would be a lot of fun. Uh, very quickly. The Scoop. The line is moving on the Thursday night opener. I've been telling you, Tampa is going to work Dallas, okay? Did that game open at 7.5? The first number I saw was 7.5. It opened at 6, opened? It opened at 6. Okay, so even better. It opened at 6. It moved all the way to 7.5. I just got a note that says that game has moved to 8. Jump on board. That game will be double digits by the time they kick this thing off on Thursday. Sure. Probably not, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, to me... Is this one of those where you'll be able to give me how much money is on each side? Yes, but it's not posted yet. No, so you'll tell me, unless there's something that I just don't see coming, I can't see Dallas playing with them. I really can't. Look at the way these teams treated their preseasons. The Cowboys played nobody. Part of that is through philosophy. Part of it is the injuries to Dak. Tampa played everybody. They they are as ready to start a season as you could possibly be. They're at home. The Cowboys are missing one of the worst players you can be missing in a game like this. I, to me, this is a one-sided affair. You, you know what this is This is all setting up to be? Let me hear it. A classic letdown game. A classic letdown game. There's not, nothing like Tom Brady to be to let down in the opener <laughs> yeah. as they're raising the Super Bowl yeah, banner. Gonna, everyone's going to be, oh, Super Bowl banner, all excited. Oh, we got our stars back. Dallas sucks, all this different things. Uh, nope, letdown game. Here comes Dak. We're back. Amari, C.D., McCarthy and the boys were ready. Okay. Letdown game. Watch out. 
You know what's funny? The Cowboys, Watch out. it's a new season. I have to follow him and remember who he's talking about in each case. It took me, when he said McCarthy, it took me a second <laughs> to realize, oh, yeah, he's the coach. He's the coach now. <laughs> like, it, 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 you got to keep up with Bubba's rhythm. But I don't have time to get to the other thing I wanted to hear, so we'll stay on this for a minute. I think that the good news, if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan like my beloved Bubba is, the news is actually pretty good. And that is to say, this was a game that you were going to lose anyway. I look at that a lot. Now, that might come from being a Jet fan. I'm just accustomed to thinking we're going to lose a lot. But when you sit down and you go through all the W's and the L's, when you saw, okay, we're at Tampa in 2021, and you saw everyone was coming back, before the schedule itself was released, you figured, okay, realistically, that's an L. That's not a game you're going to win. So get it out of the way. If you're Dallas and you open with, I can't believe the Cowboys aren't opening with the Giants. I thought there was a rule that the Cowboys and Giants had to open against each other every year. But if you're opening against the Giants in a game that could wind up being critically important and against a team that you need to beat and probably think you should beat, and now your Dak hasn't played at all, and the defense is still sort of learning what they're doing with each other, and Zach Martin's on the COVID list and all that. Now you're thinking the timing of that is way worse, way worse. Aside from the fact that this is the big national, internationally hyped-up opening game of the season, this was one you were likely going to lose anyway, and in that regard, I actually almost think of it as good news. Yeah, I guess so, but I mean... There are going to be. This is going to be one of the highest-rated, uh, you know, sporting events of the year. Obviously, and mm-hmm. for the Cowboys to get waxed in this environment, which is what you're predicting. Do you and not I, agree with me? You I don't actually, think they're going to get waxed. I actually do. I do agree with you. Nuno, who's are they going to get waxed? Is the Cowboys going to get waxed? Nuno, I have a bad feeling they won't. Like I just, I don't. <laughs> I'm just a very pessimistic person right now. Like. I don't know what to look forward to with the NFL season. As a Giant fan, I think they're going to stink. The worst thing that's going to happen is the Cowboys are going to be good, like at, to the level of what people think they are. And Bubba's not going to shut up. He's going to be unbearable. And it's just not. And then, God forbid, like Jalen Hurts actually shows anything. Like, what are we yeah, doing we here, Greeny? That. Like, you and I will be miserable together. Well, then, then keep me out of it. I'm feeling pretty good about my quarterback. <laughs> well, I... because you're falling into that trap of everyone telling you how great like he's going to be. And Zach the, I've never seen like... someone come back from vacation to be this angry. Like, I agree. That's because he didn't this vacation. Is, that's, because Dave, that's because Dave Gettleman hasn't got me any an offensive line. This no. is a return from vacation. This isn't like I've been working. This is, I, I'm back from vacation. Like, you're supposed to be, like, rested and – Be honest, you know, no. What's, up? Like, what's going on here? His mood is more about the Yankees than it is the Giants, right? Uh, that doesn't uh, – I'm just done. You know, a couple weeks ago I said they should all be fired. They went on this uh, winning trip, uh, like winning streak. They all should be fired. Everyone get out. <laughs> okay. Everyone get out. Welcome back, Nuno. We've missed you. Uh, Greeny with you here, and now it's the time to mention this from DraftKings because it's time to celebrate the NFL is back. And DraftKings is the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, and they have millions of reasons why you should be excited. To kick off the football season, DraftKings is giving new customers a free shot at a million-dollar top prize with a total of $4 million up for grabs for the opener on Thursday night. Getting in on the single-game showdown is easy. You draft six players from the opener, you stay under the salary cap, you see how your team stacks up. Head to the app right now and feel the action like never before with a free shot at a million-dollar payday. Here's what you do. You download the DraftKings app right now. Use my name, Greeny, as the code. 
This week, new customers get a free shot at a $1 million top prize and $4 million in total prizes. Just enter Greeny. You get a free shot at the million-dollar top prize with your first deposit. Again, that's code Greeny, only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I play DraftKings every single week. It's an interesting question which quarterback you want in that game because I think the Bucs win, and I think they win easy enough. The question is, does Dak get you some garbage time points late, or if this game gets away, do they take him out? Mm. That's the big question there. I think you go Brady. I haven't seen what either one of them costs yet, but I think you go Brady. They'll both be expensive. I think you go Brady, but I need to see the numbers, and I will see you tomorrow. Back here, same time, same place, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.